0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Friendly disclaimer time. We here at the Fangirls Podcast are not affiliated with any of the media that we review or critique. We wholeheartedly support our fellow creatives at the WGA and SAG-AFTRA. And at the end of the day, we're just really big fans. Hello and welcome to the Fangirls Podcast, a place for fun, fandoms, friendship, and most importantly, fangirling. I'm Julie and buckle up fans because today we're talking all about FanX. That's right, the biggest fandom convention that Utah has to offer. And when I say we, I mean me and my special correspondent, Miss China. welcome back, friend. So hello. Now, before we jump into all things fandomonium of epic proportions here. We've got some breaking news. The writer's strike is finally over. Oh yeah.
0: Literally so excited. I think I texted you like as soon as I saw. Oh. Like I love this for them. Oh, so much. It was it's amazing to see this happen for them.
1: Exactly. They got that W, right? Yeah, absolutely. Total one. Oh. And word around the castle is that Sag is meeting here shortly sometime next oh, really? week. Okay. And now that the writer's demands have been met, they're coming in strong and I'm rooting yeah. for them. Yeah, absolutely. Get everyone their contracts. So as we mentioned earlier, this is Fanex's 10th anniversary and it was huge. This was my first time to Fanex, and your first fandom convention ever, correct? Yeah, I've never been to a Comic-Con. Like I've been to, I was at
0: D23 In 2015, maybe 2016, one of those years. Okay, this was very different than (laughs) D23 back in the day. The scale of it was insane. I think I walked in and I was like, "Oh, this is cool." And then they started opening all the doors, and I was like, "Oh my, okay, way more (laughs)
1: than I thought this was going to be." Right, it's pretty intense, but I loved it. I felt like I was at the right church, to be honest. Absolutely, and I was there on the last day. You were there on Friday. We had the best of intentions to go together. Yeah, and about the, that. <laughs> yeah, the universe said, not today, ma'am. It was yeah. a series of very unfortunate events, starting with, again, it, for me, this is like Christmas Day. I got yeah. up at like 2.45 in the morning. My flight was scheduled to leave at 7.30. You were there to pick I me up. I was picking
0: up at like 4, 4.30, yeah. yeah.
1: And you surprised me. With the idea of going, I I know I was like, "Come on, China, that'll be great." It's just a day pass, yeah. da da da, a month or so ago, and then you surprised me and were like, "Hey, I think I'm gonna go." And I was like, "Oh, this is great! I get to go to Fanex with my friend. Bring your friend to work day." I was over the moon.
0: Yeah, it was very last minute decision. Right, I think I bought the tickets like the day before. Right, and they were yeah. super affordable. Oh, you- super affordable. I was. That's also like the selling point for me to go. That I was just like, it's only thirty dollars. Absolutely.
1: Why not? Right. And so I'm downstairs four o'clock in the morning and I take a peek at my car and I'm like, why can I see into my car's back window? And my car was unfortunately broken into. It was not ideal. And I called the cops, reported it, had another unfortunate conversation of, well, there's no firearm missing. There's no blood. There's not much we can do right now. And so I taped my window up, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna hope and pray that my car is still there when I get back." Yeah, and here's the thing, friends. Like, Julie was the most then during this the
0: situation that I kept looking over, being like, "You know, it's fine. Like, we can we can go on a later flight. Like, we can figure it out." She's like, "No, we're okay. We're just gonna call the cops very calmly. Call the cops, and then we're gonna go to the airport." And I was like, over here taking pictures, ready to like. I told her I was like, if this happened to me, I would have been like, this is "The whole day's a wash." I'm not going anywhere. I'm just gonna go cry in my room. It's fine. But Julie was just like, no, I'm not gonna miss this. Right. I'm going and to
1: Fanex. It's a whole thing. It was out of my control. There was nothing else I could do about it. I mean, my car got royally violated. They came back a second time while I was gone, and I was a little more upset that like at that point. But I was like, nope, we're going to the airport. At this point, I've got everything. There's nothing else I can do about it. Here we go. So you drop me off at my terminal and. I get to, you know, I get through TSA just fine. I check my bags in, we're A-OK, grab some coffee, sitting down, patiently waiting for my flight. And then a half an hour before my flight leaves, they cancel the flight altogether.
0: Yeah. And I got that text from you as my flight landed in Salt Lake. Cause I had, you know, got on the plane, I got on a separate plane and like an earlier flight. And I just like, didn't, I guess I fell asleep on the plane. I didn't turn my phone on until I landed. And then it said my flight got canceled. And I'm like, oh, I'm already here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. And I'm like, that's fine. That's fine. I'm just going to catch another flight. And then I had to get my suitcase, go through TSA again. The line to rebook that flight was out the door per frontier. And you graciously said, let me rebook you on a flight. So you did. And all these flights were full. And I just kept getting bumped to the next flight. The flight that I ended up getting on didn't leave till like, ate something that night and again out of my control out of everybody's yeah. control it is what it is i it was a very humbling experience to get to know mccarran airport that well that day and Fair. to see southwest airlines customer service agents just holding down the fort with the best guest service possible i don't like those folks were cast members in a past life hands down yeah, the level of sure. guest service and their level of zen was unmatched that day and so shout out to southwest airlines for doing all the great deeds and you actually got back from fanx before my flight left so you you know came on over and was like hey friend how you hold it up and i'm like it's fine i'm fine yeah that was a whole day (laughs) i felt like i missed my kids first steps because this was your first like legit fandom convention and i wanted to be there like we even like casually cosplayed and oh yeah Yeah, we did. I mean, it felt like early Halloween and it's actually fall out there. I went in with the best mindset and the universe said, not today, ma'am. Not today. We haven't even spilled the tea yet and I'm ready to spill some tea. You ready to spill some tea? Oh, absolutely. Pour the tea. All right. This is the part of the show where we spill the tea and we're ready to spill so much tea and give all the juicy fun details about X in Salt Lake City. With this being your first Fanex and or first fandom convention, what three words would you use to describe Fanex? Gigantic cuz I got lost <laughs> twice. Impressive. Okay.
0: Cuz everyone was dressed up. Like oh, like there yeah. were just so many cool things to look at. And third, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with lovely. Just lovely to see all of it. Like all the fandoms, everyone just super nerding out. It's just such a beautiful world to see.
1: I love that. All right. I'm going to be cheesy and go with fun fandoms and friendships. Yeah, that's very accurate. Because it's not just our slogan here at the Fangirls Podcast. But again, this was the Church of FanX where I was having so much fun, saw every fandom under the sun, and got to meet up with a group of friends that I haven't seen in a while that it was just so great. And then you're amongst great people that you can make right. friends with. You're like, yeah. oh, you're a Buffy cosplay. I'm a Buffy cosplay. And it was just a meeting of the minds. I was in the right house that day. I, absolutely. I feel like I was telling my sister this when I was in
0: line, like to get in mm-hmm. there. I mean, obviously, there were like all these cosplayers all around me. Right. right. And there were these two girls that were next to me. I'm not cool enough to know all the different fandoms or like all the different references that people are making. I have no idea what their, co- what their cosplay was okay. at all, but everyone kept coming up to them and like wanting to take pictures and talking about the theory and talking about this and all this. Oh my God, I love this. The love that was just spread everywhere. I loved watching other people freak out when they walked past other people. Yes, Like I was people watching hard because I was by (laughs) myself. So like, I couldn't necessarily be like, yo, yo, do you see that? I was just like, that's what's up. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. I haven't like, and I kept telling my sister at one point, like my sister goes to like anime expo and like she cosplays and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I had called her at one point because she was very excited. She's like, oh my God, my little, my sister's like first con. She's my sister's 11 years younger than me. And she was just (laughs) like, (laughs) She was like, "Oh my god, my sister's going to a con. How cute!" Like, I'm not her older sister, right? But, but she does this. She goes, you know, she goes to con. Like I said, she goes to con she cosplays. So at one point, like I was facetiming her because I was going to buy her something. While I was showing her stuff, walking around, she was freaking out about different cosplays that were happening. She's like, "Oh, that's so and so. Oh, that's so and so." I kept being like, "You do that. Like you know exactly
1: who people are." And I'm like, "I don't know who you are, but you look you look really great. Like yeah. you look cool." There were some wild panels. I, and very impressive panels. I saw about three. How many did you see? I did two. Okay. What was your favorite panel?
0: Okay. I'm going to tell you the ones I saw, and I feel like there's only one correct answer. <laughs> so, again, I'm not cool to like know all the things, right? So, uh-huh. when there was a list of all the panels that were happening, I was like, I don't even know what half of this stuff is, but I'm going to go see, right? We're grown, but we also like grew up with like
1: <laughs> Disney
0: original <laughs> channel movies. And like I said, my sister's 22. So, she was a kid around when. High School Musical came out. Yes. So there was like a high school musical dancers panel. But I was like, this is going to be so cringy. I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) go. I need to see it. It was a, a thousand percent so cringy. And I think I was telling you this. There was like a girl in the front row who was like probably the biggest fan Right. When she was younger and she was like screaming and having her own little moments in the front row to like every pho- behind the scenes photo that was happening. Like it got to the point where was like, girl, I need you to calm down or I'm leaving because this is weird. <laughs> and she was like, I feel like in her mind, she thought she was the only one there. It was like oh. her and the dancers that were talking. And then I ended up walking into the panel with the daredevil, Jessica Jones, actors and that was very strange because (laughs) they gave us this like disclaimer instructions before the panel that per like the strike they weren't allowed to talk about any projects of theirs so I don't know why I know Charlie Cox's Starbucks order but I definitely know his order (laughs) because someone asked and then someone asked them for dating advice and then I don't know why I know that Charlie Cox's daughter had like a, a birthday cake with candy inside, but I saw pictures like, do I need to know this? No, but like I do now here we are. <laughs> it was very, it was a very strange panel. It's kind of funny. Cause like all the actors just kind of were like, what
1: are you going to ask us? Yeah. <laughs> it was very strange. Very strange. I had somewhat of a similar experience with the saved by the bell panel. I saw, again, I saw three panels saved by the bell was the first one. And they gave a similar disclaimer, but we were allowed to film. Oh, okay. Yeah. We weren't allowed to film. during ours. Yeah. Yeah. And they couldn't talk about upcoming projects, but we were allowed to talk about Saved by the Bell a little bit. Oh, that's and cool. Yeah. So like, what was your favorite episode? What was your favorite scene? And oh, they're being ew. very gracious. And it was Mario Lopez, Mark Paul Gossler, and Elizabeth Berkeley. And- Elizabeth Berkeley answered some pretty great questions in terms of I have to ask, are you excited to be here? And she responded in the very Jesse Spano way. And she's like, Oh, I'm so excited from that token episode. Yeah. And she she committed. It like does drugs. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I'm so excited. She nailed the Jesse Spano take on I'm so excited. Mark Paul Gossler was a champ. But I will say my favorite panel was Miss Chandra Mutchie. Gal Pal from Akasas did a full oh. panel on how to up your game in cosplay. And oh, what I cool. Told you, this panel was completely sold out. There wasn't an empty chair. I got there 15 minutes late uh-huh. and it was standing room. Damn. And I, the second I saw someone like get up, I made a beeline and yeah. her jokes landed. She gave great advice on. On every ounce of cosplay you could possibly think of, people were asking every question under the sun about where do you get your materials for props, where do you, how do you wash your wigs, and she did everything so efficiently, and I was so impressed. And I was like, "That's my friend, that's my friend, killing yeah. the game." So shout out to Miss Sandra. And the last panel I saw was Hogwarts Legacy, the video game. Oh, cool! Yeah, and have you played? No, and that's the thing. I am anything but a gamer. No, same. Uh, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I got nothing. Right. And I went in because I'm a dedicated Potter fan. Again, not a gamer in any way, shape, or form. Very dedicated Potter fan. And I got there in time to see the creators talk about the storylines and the storytelling in Hogwarts Legacy and how it's oh, cool. a new crew of kids. And you still have Dumbledore and McGonagall, but... What I was absolutely living for was they showed all the video game bloopers from Hogwarts Legacy, so you can see every screw up over the time frame of like the past four years of building this video game. It was hilarious, and they could laugh at it. The whole audience did, you know, was laughing. But I was like, oh, I came at the just the right time. Yeah, (laughs) very impressed with all three panels. Okay, this is when we get to have fun and talk about all the celebrities that were at Fanex i was floored oh same 10th anniversary they did not disappoint at all in the celeb department and here's the thing when i went in to check in i was walking in to get my bracelet you would have thought it was pre-9-11 the security was just like kind of a joke yeah it was like open your bag cool bye versus la comic-con it's go check in outside then go walk a quarter mile to get to the nearest metal detector. Oh, and yeah. even then that's a quarter mile <laughs> to get through. And there's 12 to 15 lines of that versus Fanix where they just patted my bag down, barely opened it and said, thank you, ma'am, and let you go in. And when I went to Celebrity Row, there was next to no security for these no. celebrities. No, there was like maybe a volunteer
0: to like make sure you were like not in the VIP line when you're not VIP. But I, other than that, there was no one. And like, I walked through and I wasn't even like getting in line. I was just literally walking through and I had a perfect view of all the people. Right. Like I wasn't going to get in line and get an autograph. Like I don't even know what I would do with an autograph mm-hmm. picture of somebody. So I just kind of wanted to see who was there. And it was like, oh, there's so-and-so, there's so-and-so, there's this. And they're like so close, even if I wasn't in line, like right. there were no
1: barriers at all. None. None. Lord, and I was floored. You needed cash to pay for an autograph. But like, I was totally at ease knowing, oh my gosh, I'm 10 feet away from the Weasley twins.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. When I walked past, I was like, oh my God, the Weasley twins are right there. Or, you know, the voices of Clone Wars right there. Yeah. Like the charmed girls Mm -hmm. right there. Jerry Palahee and his wife from Supernatural right there. Christopher Lloyd, Michael J. Fox right there. I was like, this is weird. Like no
1: one else thinks this is crazy. You're right there. No, it's crazy to me. If it was LA Comic Con, there would have been a massive amount of security. And I'm just like, yeah, Utah, you are just very trusting of your citizens. These are the guests that you want at Disneyland. Just super respectful of the line yeah. process. And absolutely. And the celebrities were equally gracious. I saw so many happy smiling celebs just eager to meet their fans. And it was it was a beautiful experience just to like walk in and take everything in. Who was your favorite running? this is one of the moments in my life where I have zero chill. There have been moments
0: I've, I've met Celine Dion in person and I've met Mark Hamill and whatever. And that was at work. So I was trying not to get fired at that point, but (laughs) I did not know that this person was going to be here at all. Right. So I'm again, I'm getting lost in my own space at this point, just walking around and I turn the corner and all I hear from this guy who's like in front of me, they were like, is that run DMC? And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> I look over and it's legit. Daryl DMC McDaniels is standing right there. And uh-huh. I'm like, why is he here? <laughs> I don't understand, but I guess he makes comic books. Okay. Which I had no idea. Me either. They're called DMC as well. Daryl makes comics.
1: Ah, genius! I, I was
0: like genius absolutely genius right so like again I have zero chill so like I'm just like somehow floating over to this table right Mm -hmm. just somehow floating and side note but part of the story casually cause closet cosplaying as Sabine from Ahsoka Mm -hmm. and at one point because I was there for so long my eyes started to hurt so I put my glasses on Mm -hmm. and I guess at that moment everyone decided I was Velma because people kept coming up my god are you like a badass Velma and I was like no, but like, I'll take it. Right. right. <laughs> so like, I'm like, you know, just involuntarily floating towards this table where, you know, DMC is at the guy who was working his booth or this guy was, was just like, yo, are you Velma? Definitely was not Velma, but I was just going to let it happen. I was like, no, but people keep telling me that I'm end up having a full conversation about what I'm wearing, and how they were trying to figure out like different people who walk by the booths, outfits, with like his entire booth, and having a full conversation, and like realizing that DMC is standing right next to me, and then he just like, oh, well, where are you from? Cue to me turning, realizing who's talking to me, being like, I'm a, um, yeah, um, so, uh, California, like I just. Like the biggest question about like, I, it it was quite, it was quite an experience. He ends up like signing a book for me and card and they ended up giving me a poster too, and it was a whole thing. And what's also crazy about that is like talking about like the no security thing. Like he Mm -hmm. just had a, I mean, he had a giant booth. He just had a booth and he was just standing there. It wasn't a line. It wasn't like a signing situation. He just was chilling. He was just him hanging out. He's like, yeah, I make
1: comics. Here we go. And I'm like, like, you're not a hip hop legend in the Hall of Fame. Like, right, sir. So what goodies and or what fan X or fandom merch did you take home? So I did have I got that book. Like I said, Mm -hmm. I got the book and the poster from DMC. And
0: so my sister, like I said, I was on FaceTime with my sister. She collects fandom art. At one point, her entire wall. Was just fandom art she she got from different cons. Mm-hmm. So I was looking for something for her. It was and it was it's an artist named Jed Henry, and it's a beautiful piece of Ahsoka and Anakin fighting. And Anakin has, I mean, Anakin as Darth Vader, but right. he has like the the piece where he can see his face still from the Clone Wars. But it's done in a in a traditional Japanese style. So he's a samurai. He's a black samurai in it instead of the vader costume and it is beautiful like i definitely spent another hour walking around trying to find something
1: for myself but couldn't decide because i'm an indecisive libra but here we are well because friday was such a shit show i was like immediately already in treat yourself mode i was like "Uh uh-uh this is your super bowl you're gonna you're gonna treat yourself and i got some barbie leggings i got a couple things from our favorite nerdy scent store aka nerf herder um, i got some wax melts and some body spray from nerf herder it was the Valbarian prince from crescent city aka rune for those crescent city fans out there highly recommend if you are as excited as i am about crescent city 3 and you want to set the mood while you're reading the third book when it comes out in january i, I highly recommend valverian prince and then i got some i'm calling it book page artwork, but what it is, is it's a page out of one of my favorite fandoms, AKA Outlander. And there was a vinyl cutout of the Standing Stones and then like Jamie and Claire on each side. Oh, cute. Oh yeah. No, I absolutely loved it. But last series question. Okay, go for it. What was your favorite overall aspect of Fanex? The people watching, but also
0: just seeing everyone's creativity with their cosplays. Like I just continuously kept walking around being like damn that looks cool damn you're talented that's that's really cool like again I don't know what you are but you look cool and then like towards later in the day it got you know it got kind of crowded, crowded I'm guessing everyone got off work and showed up and there was like this guy I don't know if he was there the day you were there but there was a guy as Moon Knight oh okay the most perfect like I kept walking by him and looking at every little detail like, damn. Also, he was like so tall. Yeah, I don't know if he was like, in-
1: you saw him? I think I did. I saw a couple okay. moon knights, but one of them was stupid tall and yeah, stupid stood tall. out as a great moon knight.
0: Yeah, he was great. But there, but there was just so many. And like everyone, watching everyone else freak out as different people walked by was so cool because like, it was like this weird community of, oh, we all watch the same thing. We all are freaking out about the same thing. And this person looks so dope and you're just giving them so much love. Yeah. So I loved, I love that part of it.
1: It was cool. And now it is time for the spotlight of the week. The holiday season is approaching fast. And if you're looking to save some money on gifts for your loved ones, Timu is your one-stop shop. Once you download the Timu app with the link in our show notes, you'll get a hundred dollar coupon bundle plus 50% off your purchase. Discount is only available to new app users. Don't miss out on these deals this holiday season and be sure to grab that link in our show notes. We here at the Fangirls Podcast are not affiliated with the following uh, any of the companies that we mentioned today, uh, especially Fanex. We are just really big fans.